and we are live hi guys welcome to another episode of the Nigerian podcast i'm your host david well um we took a point um against liverpool I, I i i've started that game hoping to get a draw right hoping for even a point and i ended that game feeling disappointed thinking we should have won i'm talking about the game at um, the hospital stadium on sunday between sports and liverpool and um then that was good news feeling upbeat buzzing and then this morning wake up to bad news that we've been kicked out of the europa conference league european conference league i'll get into more details in today's episode and in other news man city they maintain their charge at the top of the table um man city put four past newcastle to the union and chelsea yeah they drew again well we're gonna we're gonna delve into that today so so see you on the other side Okay, welcome to this side of the show. Now, before I really go further to the show, um, I forgot to mention something. I was really, I was supposed to record an episode last week, Friday. Um, I had, I was really sick. I had, I was really sick. So I, I, I think, I don't know what's, what's up this December. I don't know, everybody I know is falling sick this December. Is it the flu or something? I don't know. Because, you know, most of my friends, when they found out I was sick, they were like, Oh really? Even you too? I mean, most people were like, "Oh, you were sick." I, I saw someone in church yesterday and was like, "Oh, he was sick too." So I don't know if it's a December flu or something. If it's December, December, or if it's Omarion, <laughs> if it's the Omarion variants, <laughs> or if it's just Yamatan flu or just fever. But my, I think mine was fever. I don't know what it was. Well, I'm fine now. I see some symptoms though, but um, I'm I probably, I probably, I just want to ensure that I put out an episode today. Um, I, I have some signs of cough, but um, I will try to power, I'll power through it and ensure I give you guys a good episode today. So um, let's crack on. So we're gonna start first with um, how to get out of, out of the way. So we're gonna start with the Spurs game. So we we drew two two against Liverpool. Now prior to that game, all of us were because I think we we, we haven't played a game of football in I don't know two weeks. So every other team were on 17 matches. Spurs were still on 14, right? So, oh no, Spurs were 16. So I think most teams were already played at their 17 or their 16th game. Spurs were still on 14 matches at the time because Spurs were really struck with COVID and it affected Spurs a lot, forcing their game against Leicester last week to be called off. So there was no game against Leicester last week and then it was pushed to. So whatever in the future. Right, it was last week Thursday. So it was played last Thursday and it was called off because of, you know, I think Leicester also had COVID and Spurs had a lot of COVID cases. So Spurs were really ready to play through it, but it couldn't happen because it couldn't because um, it couldn't happen at the end of the day because Leicester really called and said, okay, we can't really play, and everybody just agreed and then Premier League cancelled the game. So play Liverpool yesterday. Now Liverpool were in that game they were without Van Dijk, Fabinho. And then um, I think one of the Henderson, Van Dijk, Fabinho, Henderson. So they had to come with the midfield of Milner, one of their youngster, and then um, Keita. I think it was Keita, right? So Spurs came through. Spurs themselves were with now without with some of the people too. But the the, the lineup that we're expecting to see, then I looked at the bench. A lot of the players were available. So why? So it made me led me to believe that it was a tactical decision from Conte rather than his hands being forced to play that formation because. Lucas was available. Um, I think Skip was on the bench. Hoybe was on the bench. So him choosing to go with a 3-5-2 with um, 
um, Loris go in goal. A back three of um, the right right side and um, that's basically the same back three as the back three against Brentford. Um, the back. So um, Davison Sanchez, Eric Dyer, and Ben Davies. Ben Davies has been really superb at left left side of the back three. Then uh, Ryan Sessegnon as left wing back. Then it was a midfield trio of Dele Ali, um, Winks, and Tangyun Dombele. And the right wing back was Emerson Royale. Then there was a front two of Kane and Son. So it was 3-5-2 with two up front, Kane and Son. So it was probably it was it was definitely a tactical um battle it was trying to notify Liverpool. Because and it did that really well because Sal Salah and Mane were Jesus Christ. I did not even know Salah was playing at one point. That was how nullified Salah was. And Sessegnon and Davis did a really good job on Salah because Sessegnon really, really dealt with Salah really well. I'm, I mean, Sessegnon, I mean, I've been quite critical of the guy, let's be real, right? Eh? But in that game yesterday, he really, really proved himself and it was really immense. I was upset with him because, I mean, he got sent off against Vitesse and them, right? I think it was against Mora or something like one of those two teams, right? So he didn't really prove himself good, but that game yesterday was really good. He had to come up later for Region. Region also came on, didn't really do really well as Sessegnon. But Sessegnon really looks like he wants to fight for his spot. So, now, um, the, I was so, during the just my general window where we have, we have to sign a new right wing, a new a left wing back. Well, if Sessegnon keeps playing like this, we might not need a right wing back, any um, left wing back as urgently as we would need a right. But now we need a right wing back, right wing back even more urgently. Than, than a left wing back, left wing back. So why I'm saying so is Emerson Royal. Man, come on, come on. The amount of times this guy could have put in a good cross. He's so bad going forward, and he was so lucky to not give away a penalty to Jota. That was Jesus Christ. You know, and yeah, I mean this guy got sent off later, which is cool. Deserved to get sent off. But come on, man, seriously. But you know, and, and then going forward, his crossing was really bad. I, I don't really understand how Barcelona signed this guy, right? <laughs> he played at Betis, was okay there, and when he joined, I mean, I'm not gonna come here and act like I, I knew the guy or anything. Or I'm one football expert or anything, right? I don't want to jump the gun, but let's see. But so far, his his crossing going forward hasn't really been good. I know he's not a right wing back; he's more of a right back originally, right? But come on, at least. Going forward, you should be able to do something at least. Come on, Reguilon is a left back by trade, but at least he goes, he looks more threatening going forward. Royale, you know, he's not really doing it, and it's disappointing. I'm mean, now supposed may have to dip into the market for a very I'm hearing Laziri, this um, he plays in Syria. Ah? It's very likely that we're going into the market for a right wing back in January, but without going, let's go to the game. Let me go to the game proper. So, sports start the game. We score first, and we should have scored first. Even and although Spurs almost conceded though, because Davison Sanchez. <laughs> even when I saw the lineup, I was like, "This is a joke, right? We're getting we're getting mauled. It's, we're getting we're getting mauled. <laughs> This is a joke, right?" That was what I was looking at because Davison Sanchez, Eric Dyer. I mean, knowing how Eric Dyer has literally gifted goals to Firmino in the last two fixtures in this particular fixture, right? It was enough for me to say, "Oh my goodness!" You know, Eric Dyer again, and then. Coupled with um, Damson Sanchez, who plays like his shoelaces are tied against each other, then you have um, Winks himself. But Winks, surprisingly, was really good. He was the man of the match, in my opinion, for me. I don't know if he won it, but for me, he was the man of the match because 
he was really really pulling the strings and he was dominating i was surprised this is harry wings the Dele Ali too should have done better um, in terms of his goals, but he did well. But the goals he was missing were just a disgrace. And Spurs, that was literally the highlight. And that was literally the highlight for Spurs, because Spurs were just missing chances. Every Spurs could have been three 0 up at before Jota scored the equalizer. Spurs could have been three or four 0 up already. Kane miss, Son miss, Dele Ali miss like two. Then there was Dele Ali missed. The minute Dele Ali misses his own. It goes to the other end, right? Uh, Liverpool equalize, get the equalizer from Jota. Good goal, good header. And Jota is really a gem for Liverpool. I mean, that guy is really good. I mean, he's really good. I mean, I didn't see this part of him at Wolves. I didn't see this part of him at Wolves, but I knew he was good. But this part of him, I didn't really see that Wolves. So, that, that, so um, you see the header part. Oh, being at Liverpool, he's just taking his game up to the next. Maybe training with somebody like Salah, training with better players than at Wolves. I mean, if you're training with Salah every weekend, it's different from training with Adama Chari every weekend. So, it, it shows in his game that he's literally playing with the better players and he's, his movement is really good. But, Eric Dyer and Dele Ali, what were you guys doing there? I mean, we're just switched off and Jota just got... But then again, it's the ability to find space. That extra extra second to be ahead of your of your opponent is what, what Jota did and he was, just, he, got, he was ahead of them. That's what Jota was able to do and be able to succeed. It's going to equalizer. Now, Spurs still went ahead to still miss chances. Liverpool equalized, but Spurs were still missing chances. Till now, now, this is why I'm extra upset at that fixture because it's literally the story of the fixture. Spurs would play, Spurs would miss a lot of chances, and Spurs will not will not convert them. Liverpool will score their chances and still they win. But check this out. This is the difference here. Spurs were the ones preparing Liverpool. Not the other way around because in the previous fixtures, Liverpool had one preparing Spurs. Spurs would have one or two chances to try and steal the game, right? But this one, Spurs are the ones actually preparing Liverpool because if you check out the the, the match, right? Like I said, Salah and Mane literally had no didn't have a sniff. In fact, for the goal, the second goal, the only go, the, the involvement of Salah in the goal, which was the handball, just Liverpool's second goal, was a handball, right? But people said the rules have changed probably because. You know, in relation to the rule where the Spurs got a got a hand a goal ruled out because the ball was, <coughs> I think Lucas was falling, and he was trying to support himself with his hand. And one um, Sheffield player, it's a very long Sheffield player, kicked the ball against him, and then he fell. He was foul. Just trying to watch the clip. Spurs was a Sheffield Lucas Mora incident. I think you should have already checked out to get the reference. And then Spurs caught from it, and then they they found then it was ruled out. This is what we're talking about, right? With, with Spurs, so. Excuse me. So like when when you we look at things like this happen and they happen um they happen again. Sorry, well I think I, I got lost a bit there. I got lost a bit. You know, so the goal that, that Liverpool scored, it came two two one and then equal the sports equalized. Now the funny thing about the sports equalizer was that the goal came from a Liverpool mistake. So I was even afraid that Son would miss the open net. That's how because check this out. Now this is this is really sounds funny. But in this fixture in 2019, away, Spurs, Son missed an open net like that too. He rounded off Allison, played the ball, and it went outside. He didn't go in. So Son has missed. So I was not thinking Son was gonna miss that net. And then he played and it was, and the way it was rolling, you would think it was gonna stop on the halfway line. <laughs> it was so bad. Man, I don't know, man. That game was mentally... Pa- you see, any sports fan who watched that game, man, 
I don't know how. You probably have to say take a break and just say we can't wait. Let's take a break. Let's not watch a game on Wednesday against West Ham. Let's just take a break. Let's recover from this game on Sunday against Liverpool. Because <laughs> I mean, nobody gave for the chance in that game, and nobody expected Salah to keep quiet in that game. But Spurs really held their own. And now, two to draw. The game ends two two. Now. Like I said in the intro, I, I was disappointed that because we would have won that game. I'm still disappointed because the chances that Spurs missed, I mean, come on. I mean, it's really... But this is the thing here. There's a pattern. Like, I, look, my criticism of Nuno in the past was pattern is what I have to see. You know, if you're a good manager, we have to see that you can do better if you had a better squad. Under Pochettino, I think I mentioned under Pochettino then, we used to always see patterns of play. We should see that this is what we were trying to do. Even when they were not good enough, even when they were considering they, they were not scoring enough goals, you could see that they were trying to do something, right? See, when he got his players and then it manifested and we could see what was trying to happen. At under Nuno, we weren't seeing that. Now, under Conte, we, we know that this squad is bad. We know the players are not good enough. But you can see the pattern. You can see what they are trying to do. You know, we can see what they're trying, we can see what they're trying to do. Right? And that's the thing. Now, January is key, like I said, signings have to be made in January. So I've made this. I mean, I don't want to go over what we did in January. I don't want to go over it again. But January is very key, like I said. And now let's talk about the incidents that happened in the game. The Kane, the Kane's alleged red card situation in the first, the first time where he was sliding on. Now, calm down. Before we talk about the incidents in the game, Liverpool fans, you are not in the position to actually complain. Let's be real here. You're not. Okay, you're not in the position to complain. The world doesn't revolve around you a lot. And also, football, everybody gets a slice of the injustice once in a while. Don't act like everybody's against you. And besides, in that same game, your goal could have been ruled out. It was handball. Now, we heard that there's a rule change, right? But stop acting like... I think there was even one foul that Matip had on, did on Harry Wings. Quite similar to the Jota one. So, I saw one Liverpool fan talking this morning talking about how he was... Um, you know, he's trying to talk about how... Oh, the injustice in the game. But he only went and mentioned the things that happened to Liverpool. If you're fighting injustice in the game, why don't you mention the ones that happened all around? If you're not fighting injustice in the game. Injustice in the game is not big against you. Okay? You, it goes in your favour. But do not... Do not get upset when it doesn't. And Klopp is a giant crybaby. The guy... This just reminds me of last season when... Guy was having multiple meltdowns. The game against Brighton, you know, all these fixtures, man. The guy was having lots of meltdowns, multiple ones, because of all these things. You know, the guy. Anyway, but, but like back to what I was saying, right? So the, the Kane um, incident I said it was a red card. I saw that number never again. He slided it tackle. Now, is it a red card? I don't think so. I don't. I don't think it's a red card. I looked at it again. I don't think it's a red card. Why is it a red card? Well, did he? Did he intend? Okay, let me not. Let, let's just leave that alone. Okay, no, let me talk about it. Yeah, let me talk about it. Did he intend? He was going for the ball, right? Then he was sliding. Then this guy lifts the ball up, right? Trying to dodge the tackle. That's a yellow card at best for me. I know it was a, ta- a sliding tackle, but it was high enough to really enjoy him. No, and if you said that was going to enjoy him, I mean, a lot of you have never played football before, and it shows. Okay. And this is the same Liverpool fan. These are the same Liverpool fans who were sharing videos, constantly tweeting about oh the CM um, midfield era. They were praising Steven Gerrard. All those is multiple tackles he was doing in the, in the early thousands, right? And trust me, no one of that was even near the one that happened. What 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 Kane did yesterday wasn't even near any half of what Gerrard did. 
and they were all saying, oh, no, they were, I'm like, are you kidding me? And then, then you see all of them getting upset. I mean, the piece, it boiled so much. It boiled so much cow's piece yesterday. It was so it was so beautiful to watch on Twitter. Watching them get outraged and the hypocrisy from their fan base is stinking. There's a reason why, so yeah, I like Liverpool, I like um, Liverpool squad. I like their players. I'm a huge fan. Of, um, I, I have a... But their fan base are a disgrace. Their fan base are really dis- are a disgrace. Friends, the, the ones, they are a disgrace. And it just shows. I mean, a lot of them are talking about how, oh, Kane is a golden boy, da 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 da. Oh, really? I mean, I remember very well the same fixture at Hotspur Stadium. Um, Robertson could have, should have gone sent off. He didn't even get a yellow card for his one on Tanganga. They said he won the ball. The follow through was a problem here. He won the ball, but the follow through could have broken Tanganga's leg by that. L- so, you seen this thing right now i shared a lot of them were ignoring it i'm sorry you can't ignore this okay you can't claim that you have injustice against yourself when it's going your way it's going your way then when it's against you when it's going your way you see you, you don't you, you turn a blind eye but when it's against you suddenly you remember the, all the injustice in the world has to stop it doesn't work like that okay you have to be, a lot of them are not really concerned and so watching them get upset multiple times trying to make it about recent and i saw you reach where so much people saying oh robertson is scottish and kane is english oh that's why oh my god, god a lot of these fans are really stupid and it shows it doesn't even was it referee inconsistent yesterday yes across both sides yes the jota penalty the jota penalty is dead personally that looks like a penalty to me the jota scenario right look like a penalty to me because he was trying to win the ball. Emerson Royal goes in to win the ball. Now, it's a penalty as much as the Harry Winks one is probably a penalty too, right? But this is the thing. There's no consistency with the referees there. That's the problem with it. And watching this, the media go get outraged about it yesterday, if they were outraged as the ones that went against Spurs, as they were for Liverpool, I would have understood. But it just shows that they're just Liverpool sports news. Because they were more outraged that Liverpool were denied some of all these decisions rather than the ones that sports were actually denied anyways i'm not surprised it's what happens when you have a lot of influence these are the same, these are the same people who were calling it for the league to be handed to liverpool even when it wasn't they have not really during the lockdown last year when it was not decided that they have actually won it already last year it is what it is it is what it is like i said now this is what it is like i said now when that game when that game ended yesterday the the the, the outrage that followed it why it was sweeter was this right i mean liverpool fans tears the ones on twitter i actually enjoy it sometimes because <laughs> a lot of them just don't know when to shut f up a lot of them are really really annoying so it was cool to see them get pissed and then they were going out against hurricane i don't know why they hate hurricane so much personally i don't know why i mean their hatred for hurricane has gone on for years i'm talking about even before 2018 but the first time i know it really really sparked sparked went off was around 2018 when you that away game when lamela nicked a late penalty was for a 2-2 draw against liverpool right that one that one pissed them off so much right it boiled so much pace that day that liverpool that that particular thing boiled so much pace for liverpool fans right that Liverpool fans, they they decided they leaked in in, in um, a sex tape of Delia one Delia Lee sex tape right. They started abusing Hurricane's speech part. I mean, the the abuse was so that's like when their fan base act like they are not really they are not really as good as they're trying to portray themselves. 
they're really they're not really very good or polite as you think i mean they went out for kane and now since then it has been the story so even last season too you know when Kane got injured they were celebrating it against them when Kane got injured and went off against them they were celebrating so all these things you see these behaviors from them so yesterday watching that thing happen yesterday with so much peace but, I mean, this is why sometimes i wish this is why i really wish we won the game because i mean watching club get i mean club was literally complaining about hand sanitizer for goodness sake so i mean should be hand sanitizers here i mean this place was having lots of cases you know in the last few days oh f off man seriously you're so loser <laughs> is this <laughs> The man was so loser, man. I mean, he's literally. And then he said, "Oh, um, they they played their three at the back and they lumped the lumped the ball up front." Really? Do you really believe that? That you play you trying to play a sport, just packed the ball and and hoofed it up, hoof ball. Just sport just played hoof ball. Literally, what was trying to imply, which isn't true. I mean, like like um, Van Dijk doesn't play hoof ball. If we're gonna play by that logic, Van Dijk plays a lot of hoof ball to Mr. Salah and Mr. Mane. So, what exactly is his point here? It is what it is. Anyways, I think I'm done waffling about Spurs and Liverpool. Um, good point for Spurs, bad point for Liverpool because that point um, takes them three points behind Man City. Now, the, the thing about the, the Spurs game is this. Why I say this is a good point is because... Now, okay, positive is that. It's, it's a bad point because Spurs would have won the game, yeah. But it's a good point for Spurs because the losing run against Liverpool has stopped. That's the most important thing. It's important to stop that run. That was most important for me. Stopping that run was very important. You can think about winning the game, but you have to stop that run. Because I'm exposed. Liverpool were on their seven, seven straight win in this fixture, right? I mean, come on, at what point do you have to ensure that? So, stopping that run is very important. Now, in the next fixture, you can think about trying to win it. But ensuring that Liverpool didn't win that game was very important. I mean, at some point, I got upset because suppose suppose they're wasting money. I just suppose have to win, but you no, know, they got the point, and everybody got a point, and they moved on. The difficult fixture, but suppose they're able to hold on to that point, and then look forward. Now, what what next do, do we think? Um, Man City now, like I said, I was talking about Liverpool, three points behind Man City. So Man City, they won four 0 against Newcastle. Now four 0 Newcastle could have had a penalty, but this is why it's funny. I remember Mister, I remember Wilson. At sport, uh, against Spurs last season, when he was, when they asked him, was it a penalty? And he said, oh, he doesn't really care who he was celebrating. Oh, Kamba comes fast at you, doesn't it, Mr. Wilson? I mean, knowing the way football works, you should not celebrate that thing. <laughs> now they have a situation where you have had a penalty and then they didn't get it. Well, it is what it is. So they won, they lost for Liverpool. Liverpool beat them 4 0. Now, Newcastle. <laughs> I was saying Saint Maximin, man. I don't think I will. I, don't, I was read. I read Saint Maximin, but I don't think I would want Saint Maximin personally. I think we could do better than him. But if you look at Leeds, if Leeds go down, like if a, a person I follow on Twitter begs, he said, you know, Leeds when Leeds go down, get Rafinha and get um, Phillips, <laughs> which is common sense, right? So like back to Newcastle. But I'll go back to I'll go to Newcastle Leeds. So back to Newcastle. So Man City won four 0 Deserved winners. Sterling scored 101 goal. I think Sterling scored. Cancelo's goal, fantastic man. I mean the guy was just oh, seriously Liverpool. And this is the thing, eh? Chelsea and Liverpool for allowing Man City to get to the top. Just know this: they will not leave that spot alone. Know this and no peace. Okay. The worst mistake you could have, the worst thing you have ever done, was allowing Man City to get to that top. And this is the problem here. 
they did this before last season without a striker what makes you think they can't do it again telling that they have more experience doing it right and and the thing with me, I was I, I, I am even scared I don't know I, I still have Chelsea I still predict Chelsea to win the league right because of Lukaku I predicted Chelsea to win because of Lukaku I'm still holding on to that prediction but a big but this is why I say but Lukaku is not even doing well he's not even starting he's not even good enough to start for Chelsea at the moment he's so bad for Chelsea he has been a bad he has been a flop for Chelsea so far right that you don't even know and see Lukaku was my biggest reason why I predicted Chelsea to win, to win the league because I thought it was going to start because he's a striker and you know Mansi don't have a striker well so far Mansi look even better but the way football changes so fast you know things could change so fast so that's why I'm still holding on to my prediction I'm not going to jump ship anyways but it's, it's fascinating it's fascinating how, thi- how things can unfold and back to my point what I was saying right um, Chelsea They've really been they've they've, they've really been um, playing well. No, not playing well. Sorry, Man City. They've really been playing well. I meant Man City. Sorry, I missed. Man City really playing well, and it's not about just playing well. They look like scoring. I mean, I was watching that game yesterday, right? The Mares goal. I mean, the way Man City were no, there was is it the Mares goal? There was one goal like that, right? Was it the one against Newcastle, right? Although was the defend defending was really bad though. But oh god! I mean, I'm watching myself. I'm watching multiple players move, 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 move. I mean, imagine me—you're gonna have to keep up with while moving, and there's no recognized striker, right? And the first goal, though, it was a bad mistake. Though. They allowed it bounced, and this guy just fell into the net, a free net. Cancelo, come on, man, seriously. Yeah, I don't know, man. Liverpool and Chelsea—you allowed Man City to reach that top. If they win the league, it's your fault because they will not leave that first alone. Now, Chelsea—they drew against Wolves. Um, nil nil, but then scored. We're ruled out for offside though. Um, Wolves were really tough to beat, and now it's getting tougher for Chelsea now because now that's their third consecutive draw, if I'm not mistaken. I think they drew this game, drew against Everton. Did they draw it, they drew it in the previous game. First thing they drew against, or did they win? I can't remember, but they've been really struggling since. And this um, says a lot, says a whole lot of things, says a lot about them. Well. I'm I'm no, I'm really really surprised that Chelsea have really really fallen like this. I'm still I'm still holding on to my prediction, but as it stands, the way Lukaku is going and the way Man City are playing, ah, I don't know. And, and you know Man City have taken points off Chelsea and Liverpool already, the head to head between the three of them. So it makes you makes you wonder if Chelsea can even beat Man City because Man City now they are like a machine at the moment. They're flowing, they're moving, they're, they're the way they are walking. When they are in this mood, you know they are moving. Jesus Christ, they're so hard to stop. And imagine by January, I think January, when they play the return leg, Chelsea and Man City, man, it's gonna be difficult for, for, for them to catch up with them because yeah, it's gonna be difficult. And Liverpool, I think Man City came to Anfield already. So Man, Liverpool has to go, have to go to Etihad. Chelsea have to go to Etihad. Ah, God, it's gonna be really difficult. It's gonna be very difficult. But it is what it is. We'll see about it. We'll see. <laughs> we will see about it. We will see about it. Yeah. So um, Arsenal, yeah, Arsenal they won four one against Leeds. Now watching Arsenal fans get carried away um, over that result. Now this is a depleted Leeds side, ravaged with injuries, a lot of kids. I mean, a lot of people said if Arsenal don't win this match, I mean, come on, Arsenal are gonna win it. And they lost seven 0 to Man City. For goodness sake, if Arsenal are not winning this match, you should be ashamed of yourself. So getting carried away, it's laughable, right? It's laughable. And Leeds, like like I I, I mentioned earlier, right? Leeds are going. If Leeds go down, 
Spurs should just go and get like that. Uh, my Twitter the person I follow on Twitter said, right? And Bex, he said, Rafinha and Phillips and wave them goodbye. But this is the thing, sports don't do common sense. Now, hear me out. It depends on what country wants. So if country doesn't want them, it depends. But personally, Rafinha and uh, Rafinha would be a good addition. Evan Phillips too would be a good addition. But it is what it is. Now, back to um, I think I'm done. I, I, I don't really do much in the league. Um, I want to talk about the sports situation. When sports got sports have gotten kicked out of the Conference League. Now, pending more. But as it stands, Spurs are out of the Conference League. Why? Um, they, they awarded the results to Rennes, basically. So Spurs, if I take your mind back, Spurs were struck with. They had a COVID case of over 20, something, 20 persons. Basically, the the, the, the health of them, um, I think they held, they held um, something like a ministry in the UK had to tell them to shut down. So they had to shut down. And they could not play their Conference League game against Rennes. And now UEFA have ended up kicking them out. I think it's a very stupid decision, and this is exactly why I support the Conference League. I do not like UEFA. I don't really like them. I think they, they, they are not really a very good organization at all. They get away with just too much, and they, they, they just. I mean, come on. Did are you telling me that sports literally sat and planned that they're going to strike infect everybody with COVID so they can get their game suspended? Are you, are you really kidding me? Seriously. And then they didn't want to replay the game. Anyways, I don't want to dwell much on the game. Now, this is why I'm upset. That was a chance at silverware. And seeing a lot of fans celebrate that sports have been kicked out is, is annoying. That's a chance of silverware that you guys are... are you know, it's a chance of silverware. You can't tell me that you're folding your hands and clapping that we got, got kicked out of that. That's one. Two, a lot of fans need to understand, right? The trophy drought we have, anything we have to... Anything just to end it, we have to end that trophy drought. I don't know you guys, I don't know if they understand it. I don't know if they understand how serious this thing is. I don't know. Do you think we're gonna win the league? Do you guys I'm like, come on? I, okay, yes, let's say top four is what you guys like. I'm sorry, I want trophy. I want the trophy. I'm sorry, I want it. What about top four and the trophy? Is that not good? Is that not good? Prioritize the trophy first. Okay, then you think for if you're in a trophy drought, you should prioritize winning a trophy. We've been in Germany for five straight years. We're in Germany for five straight years. And we didn't get, and there was no big difference in the signings we made. It was only the difference in revenues, but the signings we made were not really big. Di- were not really different. Sissoko, Nkudu, Njere. Um, I would argue even Sonny, because we signed Sonny when we were in the Europa League. Kintenu Njere, Njere, um, Vima. No, not Vima. I went to Vima. Kintenu Njere, Clark, Sesenyon, Lucelso, and Dombele. Come on, we could have made those signings even when we were in the Europa League. That is the truth. Even if we don't sound them, we have made a sense in the Europa League. That is the truth. So I don't understand. I seriously don't understand why they are celebrating and saying, oh, Champions League football is back. You attract better players. It doesn't make any difference. I mean, if you if you players players join because they see a potential, they won't join projects that they see, they believe will work. They don't join because, you know, uh, because you, you go, oh god, I'm I'm just I'm just livid. I'm so livid. It's irritating. And now this is a competition that sports could have easily won because sports are better than a lot of teams there. I forget the fact that they played around in the group stage. Sports are better than a lot of the teams there. And this is a chance to win trophies. And then you Ah oh, Christ above, man. I don't know, man. But they say sports are gonna appeal. I don't know if sports are gonna appeal, sports are gonna make it make a statement. I don't know. But we'll see if sports make a statement. But the boss stands, you know, sports are out of here. Are they gonna appeal the decision? I don't know. But uh, they have to February to do that. To February before any before we know if they're gonna do that or not. Well, I don't know. I doubt they will. I will play West Ham on Wednesday. 
Now, that was the Carabao Cup. I really hope we beat West Ham. I really want us to beat West Ham. Um, that's kind of silverware also. We have to take that one seriously. We have to beat West Ham for different reasons. Revenge, um, the, the league game, the league fixture. We don't have Nuno in charge. It's now Conte. So, you know, in silverware. So, there are many motivations in London Derby. So, there are many motivations why Spurs have to win that game. So, Wednesday is very important. So, Spurs, do not freaking fail me. Um, yeah, so I think that's the end of today's episode. Um, I'll be back um, Thursday or Wednesday evening. Hopefully, either of those two. Um, have, I know after, I'll be back after the after sport play their next game. And hopefully, when the next round of the Carabao Cup. Till then, um, take care. Have a nice week. Bye.